You don't remember how to start? No, I do. Let me get some room noise. Welcome to Always Listening. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are Always Listening. And we're a twosome again. A duo. A gruesome twosome, sir. Uh, why well, you don't like twosome? Does that imply something that we're not? <laughs> no, but not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I just not a fan. Uh, yeah, I'm very glad to have you back in the studio. Uh, it's been a while. I say the studio. We're in the closet. It's you know this is not a problem for me since I record basically solo all the time. But anytime you come over now, and we've only done this a couple of times, it's very obvious that I record my podcast out of a closet now. What, how what, does it sound different? No, it doesn't sound different. But I mean, like you and I are standing on top of each other, basically with microphones <laughs> in, in as close a position as we can get to one another. It's just like once upon a time we had a radio studio to ourselves. <laughs> Feels like we started from the top. Now we hear Josh. Well, somebody wanted to go independent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sometimes the company dole is a good thing. Um, all right. What would bring you out of the uh, out of retirement, though, Josh? Um, we're we're going to talk about one of our buddies tonight. Yeah, man. So. I got to thinking about it. You've never actually met Danny, right? You did get to see him speak. Did yeah, you meet podcast him? Podcast movement. No, no. Yeah, he he was he was there the first year that you and I went together. Yeah, he went Fort um, Worth. That was the year that he he went was into the Hall of Hall Fame. Of Fame yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Danny Pena is who we're talking about, and he's at the center of Gamer Tag Radio. Now we've reviewed the show before. It was way back in the day. Gamer Tag. Were we doing Pot on Pot, or had we already switched over? Oh, I think no, it's always think listening. Because I think we I think we reviewed him like right around the time they became he became a Hall of Famer. Look, man, we could just look it up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either way, it's in our archives. It'll be linked in the show notes here. But we have covered the show itself, and you're the one that brought this show to me. I'd never heard of Gamer Tag before until you were like, "It's about video games. It's cool." Yeah, man, I uh, I like video games. Turns Dude. out I like podcast. <laughs> That's a true story. So uh, why not look up some? gaming podcasts uh and what i liked about gamertag radio is like they covered everything Mm. right like you can get very niche with podcasts as we know so like you could look up a destiny podcast and just listen to that i'm sure sure um but or just a ps4 podcast or or just an xbox podcast or absolutely yeah uh but this was the one that i came across that was wide enough and it's depth to like keep you interested. Were you, uh, I don't think I asked you this on the original uh, episode, but like when we were kids, you know, I, um, for our listeners, magazines used to be a thing. Yeah. They were uh, a bound printed material and you leafed through them and it contained news of the day that you would read about a particular topic. Did you, did you buy video, like video game magazines when you were yeah, a kid? Yeah, Nintendo Power and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Like I was way into that stuff. You know what I liked about the magazines? What? Uh, is, uh, it, they would post like high scores in there from other, you know, people who were playing the oh, game yeah. in the house. Yeah, it's like Castlevania, and here's my high score, and like you'd post. Yeah, the or thing. like here's, um, you know, the first Mario Kart. Hey, here's the fastest time on. Well, yada, I always like. So I've basically only ever had Nintendo systems. I've, I think I've owned, I owned a Sega Dreamcast. And I think I owned a PlayStation 2 one time, but by that time, like, the PS4 was already out, I think, or something. like. My- yeah, so the fact that you had a Dreamcast um, should let our listeners know they can't really trust <laughs> no. your 
your opinion, <laughs> taste, and judgment. No, you can't. Tr- well, at least not on video games, probably. But what, what I what I meant to say was, or what I was trying to say was, I liked the video game magazines that would cover everything. I liked reading those because I would at least know what my friends were talking about. I didn't have those systems. I didn't play those games really. But like when they mentioned. Well, like Grand Theft Auto, for instance, like when the first Grand, it wasn't the first the one, but Grand Theft Auto three came out. Oh. When the third one came out and like destroyed everybody's mind for the first time, I didn't have a system that would play it for years and years and years. But I read enough about it in magazines that I had a grasp of what they were all talking about. Like I knew I, I had the lingo. To me now, I feel I feel, feel Gamertag yeah, Radio covers. Yeah, you don't have me. to. Yeah, well, right. You don't have to get the magazines now. Yeah. Because the, the audio comes to me. And the combination of these three guys, we've been talking about Danny, but you've also got Paris, you got Pete as well. The three main pieces of this um, trio, like they all bring the, different... The only pieces, I mean... Well, they're the only pieces of the trio. There are other members that occasionally are, are contributors to the crew, and Danny has had other members of the show over the years. Yeah. But those are the three guys. Um what what gets me though is the three of them all have different takes on this. They all have different preferential systems. They all have different kinds of games that they prefer too. And so when you hear the three of them have a discussion about something like Super Mario Odyssey, I feel like you get a really well-rounded take on that. Okay. Okay. So that's what the show is about. If you've never heard the show, I mean, why would you have three hosts if they all have the same opinion? <laughs> Fair. Well, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like that when you're talking like. Like Mabimma Bam, a lot of times there is like three people of the same sort of humor. Those guys go right in a row. This is three very varied individuals. These people are very different human beings, and I feel like they bring me a rounded you take on the You don't feel that thing. the McElroy brothers are too different. Oh, they're, they're they're very different, but they're not too different. They also all come from the same place. They all have the same background. So would you say they were different enough to have 50 podcasts? <laughs> so this right here is the reason... Literally, why we, we don't really do a podcast anymore together <laughs> or put one out that is on any sort of schedule. N- no lie, we have been interrupted three times since we started recording, and we're what five minutes in. Yeah, we're like maybe five minutes in. Like it's this shit's hard, man. Yeah, life life is very difficult. Uh, which is is something that um, it, well, that's the lesson for podcasters in this week's episode. There you go. Um, you you were saying though, do the McElroy brothers are they different enough for fifty different podcasts? I would say yes, they are, uh, and they keep producing new content all the time. I like all of their stuff, but we're not talking about them today. We're not even really talking about Gamertag Radio today. We're talking about the documentary that these guys have produced about their podcast. They made a movie about their podcast. We barely, yeah. we barely even put out episodes of our <laughs> podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bring Danny in to make a movie about us. Maybe, maybe then we'll make more episodes. But um, so this is a film that they have put together. You know, I think Danny is is the main driving force behind this. I know for a fact that he edited it, edited it, but it's made a pretty big splash for the online community. They've got a big presence now on Twitch. They're a, a Twitch official partner in some capacity. And well, they, they just, I want to say last year was the first year they started. They have a Twitch channel. Yeah, they, they moved yeah. over there. They had been previously affiliated with CBS Radio, and I don't think they are anymore. I think they are solely affiliated with Twitch now. Um, Which, by the way, what a good move. Because whenever you, whenever you listen to them, that's one thing. But... To be able to watch them 
play mm. is way more fun. Yeah, absolutely. And the the fact that Twitch can do all of that. You know, there's nothing wrong with the podcast version of this, but the fact that they have access to so much more video stuff now, too. And interestingly, as we're doing this episode and releasing this to you on Wednesday, they've got an announcement today. We don't know what it is yet, Josh, but they've got a new project in the works that is going to be announced today. So, again, all the links for their stuff will be below. You can follow up and, and see what that is, but they've got new stuff rolling out today. But... What we're talking about is Sunday's release. Sunday night, uh, 8 o'clock this past Sunday, it, it launched on the front page of Twitch. It's now on YouTube as well. There are links in the show notes for this. But it's Gamertag Radio, a podcast story. And it's just over an hour or so. It's not actually feature length, I wouldn't say. Or does that qualify? No, it's like literally like almost right at an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour and four minutes or something like that. Um fundamentally right up off the top without any spoilers if you like gamertag radio if you uh like gaming podcasts or if you like podcasts in general go check out the movie and and see for yourself but without the spoilers we can give you our opinion uh, up the top i enjoyed it quite a lot and josh not so much not so much so we're going to get into the specifics of this but if well, you, here's this if you haven't seen it and you want to see it go watch it now without our opinion and then come back and listen to what we thought and about it let me put this out here right now so i can save people trouble from emailing you <laughs> or or whatever i like gamer tag radio more than i do you listen to it more religiously than i, I do. like danny sure i like pete i like paris yeah, you like Paris the most. a lot yeah, more yeah, than oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah you yeah, are because he's yeah. Paris is the curmudgeon of the group, and you are the curmudgeon of this group. I, you say curmudgeon, I say right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not coming from a place of negativity in the least at all, but you're gonna get my opinion on it. Right, and that's what we wanted, and I'm sure that's what um, uh, I'm sure that's what the guys would want as well. Um, constructive criticism, definitely, perhaps, but criticism nonetheless is uh, forthcoming. I think you and I have had a few discussions off the air, trying to get ready for this show and trying to find some time to make it happen. Um, so I'm very excited to hear your argument in full. What is this documentary? First of all, it's a long road. Like Danny started the idea of podcasting for him anyway more than uh, 13 so my, years here, now. Let's start right there off the top. Okay, you said what is this documentary about and it's called gamertag uh yes Radio gamertag podcast, podcast story. story short what is it is is this documentary about danny really that's or is it about gamertag radio so that that would be the most and it's reasonable. hard to say because at the end of the day danny is gamertag radio uh, right? sure sure okay i mean you know, the, the personality of Godfrey and what he was doing in the very beginning is the reason. I mean, he was there at the meeting when they announced the Xbox. That's the reason why they call it Gamertag, et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, yeah, it would be hard to remove the subject, one subject from the other. But yes, the most apt criticism I think that you've given so far that I've heard in our private discussions is that, that probably this should be Danny Pena, a podcaster story, not Gamertag Radio, a podcast story. Yeah, I think that's I, th- I, th- I think that's probably true, um, which I don't have a problem with, right? But I think I don't think there's a whole lot that's compelling about this documentary. Mm. Okay, because for something to be compelling, um, and he, he, I'm going to say this, 
and then I'm going to contradict it in two ways. Okay. Okay. In order for this to be compelling for me, there needs to be like some an, a, a real struggle, an adversary. Um, you know, if 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 you're going to tell a story, it needs a protagonist and an antagonist, and how is that defined in the, in those types of things? It needs to, you know, I'd like a three act structure in some way. Where's the struggle? Right, and 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 I'm not saying that there wasn't any struggle, and I'm not saying that the documentary doesn't point out some points of pain. Right, um, I did think that the most con- one of the most compelling things about this documentary, and I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. No, yeah, we're in we're into spoilers okay, now. Is when when Danny mentioned that's whenever he's in the school program and he's H and he's got to get up and say something. And then doesn't, he doesn't do it. He, he doesn't do that program. And then at the end of that, like, he's like, I'm never not going to have a voice again. Dude, that's super compelling, right? So there's a great place to start from and move forward if this is the Danny Pena story. Right. Uh, and then how he created Gamer Tag and, and that, and that informs the rest of this narrative, right? Yeah. But that's not what happens. Right. Danny talks about it. You can see that he's passionate about it. And he's obviously like took that to heart. That's a lesson that dude learned. Right. But then it goes on to really just be 80% interview. Like if you took out the interviews that did nothing but talk about how great Danny is. <laughs> and I'm not saying he's not, dude. I'm not saying Danny's not. And I want him to succeed. And I want everything to be successful. And I, all of that stuff. But every single person interviewed for this documentary had nothing but wonderful things to say about Gamertag Radio and and Danny, right? Uh, which and, and here's the thing for me is I, I couldn't I could not have have edited this if I were Danny because public praise people saying good things about me where other people can hear where I can hear in particular. Yeah. I find uncomfortably embarrassing. (laughs) I can't, it embarrasses me. I can't do it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It really does. So I couldn't sit there and watch all of these people praise you, praise me or thank you for things. I couldn't do it. Um, so when and you then think about that. this, you know Danny's. You know he's doing screenings. You know he's doing Q and A's. Yeah. Like, how are you going to? How are you going to have a have a have a room of people watch this this documentary and then get up and go? All right. Any questions about how great I am? As soon as you said that, you 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 mentioned that to me off the air the other day after we had first finished the movie, and as soon as you said that, I like I understood where you're coming from on it. You're not. You're not wrong, but at the same time, that had not occurred to me at all in watching the film. Like, not once. And as a matter of fact, how did I pitch it to you? I talked to you and I talked to, we've got a Slack group with like five or six podcasts, four or five podcasters, friends of ours. And I, I think I, I told the group of you guys, I was like, oh, what an amazing documentary. It's like person after person has this story, literally starts crying about how much yeah. Danny and the community yes. means to them. And, and here's the thing is, 
It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> it's all genuine. That is all authentic. I don't care. That's boring. But to you, that played in a totally different way. Yes. Like, to me, it meant a lot. It really did. And and no, even though I'm have, not in the community. You have, have, have three of those. Yeah. Have three of those. I, now, and then you tell that story. But then And then another point that another touch point of pain is whenever they go to the first E3 and he pays for his brother's ticket, man. Mm. And not only does he pay, pay for his brother tickets, the hotel room, when they get there, Dude, they are broke. Yeah, for they got a like week. He said, I think he says in the movie that they've got like $25 for food for the, the week. whole week. Like right. they paid their hotel yes. already, they paid their trip back, but they got 25 bucks to eat on all week long. And I've been there, but come on, at the end of the day, it's a week. <laughs> it is a it is a week and you're doing something that you want to do and you're doing something that you love. So again, like that's a struggle, but not really. But well, and and I guess I, w- what I hear from you is that there is a narrative, but they skirted over it. Like, for instance, one what's, of the, what's one of the captiv- big plot points. What's gonna, what is going to captivate? What is going to pull me in? What's going to keep mm. me watching? Like, like, dude, I love puppies. I love watching puppies on YouTube. <laughs> After three videos, I'm puppied out. We're all puppied up. So, so like, the, one of the things that, that occurred to me, and you pointed this out. You're like, yeah, where did that story go? I want to hear more about that story. Danny mentions there, there was a window where he stopped uh, creating audio content. He, he had a show that was focused on Fantasy Star Online, and then that went away before Gamertag Radio launched. There's like it's, two years. It's Jesus' missing years, man. Right, right, right. The way he was in the wilderness, I guess. But like, if he had structured the thing as the Danny Pena story instead of the Gamertag Radio story, it would have been more evident to him or to whoever else is, is helping him for, sort of structure the movie. You got to lean into that those two yeah, years. I don't, you got to like what know. kept you away from the mic. I don't. So I understand the amount of work and scheduling and mm. finding just when can you get those interviews in. I mean, you see interviews. I want to say from the podcast movement we were at. Yeah, maybe or, like or, or see, the next one. Right. So you see, from this had to have taken forever to do. Oh yeah. Uh it had to have been a, uh, a a pain at points. Like I'm sure it was a struggle to put this thing together, right? In any kind of coherent way and piece it away. But it did feel vague. There wasn't. I didn't feel a whole lot of depth to it. Like you know, ice cream's great. I like vanilla. But at the end of the day, it's vanilla. Where that rocky road at? Where that rocky road at? Yeah, and 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 I want to say around minute forty nine, there's um, there's a journalist that wrote an article um about Danny, uh, and he even says, you know, I did this article, it's you know, so many words long, it was getting into the nitty gritty, and I, and and when he said that, I go, where where's that? I want to see the nitty gritty. But there, there's not much in here I could categorize as nitty nor gritty. Or like, uh, it. so if you'd lean the other way, we talked about what you could have done maybe if you'd made it the Danny Pena story. If you'd made it more truly the Gamertag Radio story, like it would have been nice to see stats a little bit, right? Like the the times the show sort of leveled up. Like yeah. For, we spent three yeah. years at 2,000 downloads there was an a episode. Lot. There was a lot that you could do. So it just felt either that the outline was too vague it, was it storyboarded out? I don't. I don't know. Right. I mean, how they found the structure of it. I'm not. I'm not sure how you find that narrative. I don't know. I don't do it. Um. But and then and then, you know, I think Danny kind of suffers from from Cyclops syndrome. Right. So so with the X Men, right? 
you have Cyclops, who is like the best dude, right? <laughs> Cyclops is he's just a good guy, right? Right. Powerful, right? Powerful, good guy. Always want to do the great good. The Boy Scout. He's the leader. How many issues? How many? How many issues of Cyclops number one sold? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I haven't bought any of them. Right. But everybody's reading Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. So well, you know why? Because Cyclops. It's not that Cyclops isn't necessary. It's not that Cyclops shouldn't be the leader. Right. He. Just boring. Mm. The the right, like it's not compelling. There's nothing. Oh, hey, let's create this this tension with this love triangle, right? But then you still don't like. You really hope Wolverine just ends up running away with it. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned when we were talking the first time after we had seen it about Paris that they re- reference him several times as the bad boy or or the but jerk. You don't see, yes, but you don't see any of it. So, and that's one thing that occurs to me is like you like, don't hear any of it. For someone who comes to, and I'm sure it's the case for someone who's listening to this episode without ever listening to Gamertag Radio or having watched the movie, um, you're probably a little lost as to exactly what all we're talking about. It seems to me if you watch this movie and you don't already know Gamertag pretty well, not a whole lot of it makes that much sense to you. And I'm assuming that you wouldn't have the connection to the storyline. If you if you didn't, even though you know these people and you do like Well, especially show, if you're reading that it's a podcast story, right? Yeah. So does it ever... If you watch if you watch this documentary, would you go away from going? I know what a podcast is. Uh I mean, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe I think they do talk a little bit about the fact that they do audio, but then you they right, show them doing they, video. They talk about right, but they also they don't talk ever show about, the way the show's structured. They talk they about early talk about on before yeah. there was really podcasts, like he was having to record it, upload and the upload. individual MP3s yeah, or right. whatever, and get, who's getting paid per download, like a, like streaming. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, the thing that occurred to me is like. So, so I come to it as a fan of Danny's and, and a fan of Paris and Pete's and a fan of the show a little bit, but I was sort of thinking, oh, I bet, I bet podcasters are going to love this. Like we watched, uh, you actually haven't seen it, but I, I watched last year, um, some of the same people that were involved in shooting this were involved in shooting a movie called the messengers, which is about podcasting in general. It focuses a lot on some podcasters from South Florida. That's kind of the group that was, was in on making it, but there are podcasters from all over in it anyway. That movie, to me, did not have enough of a real... I liked it a lot because I liked a lot of the people in it, and I know a lot of the people in it, etc. I like the industry. But it didn't have enough of an actual narrative, a through line, to, to hang a real movie on. It felt like a first effort from filmmakers. And what I'm hearing from you, I didn't feel that way about Gamertag Radio, but as you talk through, I'm like, well, that's kind of true, and that's kind of true. That's what I hear is, these are first-time filmmakers that, that didn't have enough of a, of a point in the end. Right? Like not not that it's poorly made. It's just like, what was it all for? Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, yeah. Is it? So my question to you is: Did you see anything in there? Like there were moments I thought that were pretty um, affecting to me. Is like times that he put like a a cut together, ending one scene and going into a different moment, or like the music swelling up, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Like there were moments that affected me. Do you think that there is a promising start for him? Like we know uh, Danny's a great content creator. We know these guys can produce good videos, et cetera, et cetera. But like, would, do you want to see movie number two from this crew? Yeah, like I'll see. I will support. <laughs> like, I will support and watch anything that Danny 
puts out. Right. Because he's a good dude. Yeah, and I want to yeah, support yeah. him. Right. She's gonna be like, uh, you already got my five dollars, but that was not very good, bro. <laughs> you don't you don't mind being that guy too? Yeah, See, I don't no. know. That's sort of like uh like like you here's the deal. Do you like Kevin Smith? I do. Okay. Does he always put out great stuff? Boy, there have been a couple of stinkers lately. Yeah, but the stuff that he puts out that's great, that it's really real, gets you, means a tremendous amount to me. And you'll support him in any way you can, right? Infinitely, yes. Same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, Gamertag Radio. Um, Gamertag Radio, a podcast story available now. It's on Twitch. It's on YouTube, too. There are links in the show notes here, and um, you can catch up with Gamertag. They do live streaming like every week, a couple of times a week on Twitch, don't they? They stream their show live? Well, yeah, and they do sometimes. I don't want to say always, um, but then you can just, dude, you can just yeah. watch them play video games, man. That, and Which, that's by the favorite. way, you know, if you think about it, Netflix started and all they did was just mail you a DVD. Yeah, once upon a time. They were, well, they were the place where you watched like every episode of Cheers. Right, but now think, now think about this, right? They, they have original content. This is something that we didn't hit on and people may not have stayed to the end to listen to this and we probably should have put it up top, but. I think this is like the first time Twitch is putting out a documentary or anything in a movie well, style it, that's not being streamed by a user, man. Yeah, we, right? it's definitely it's definitely the first time that Twitch has put out a movie, at least. I mean, and this qualifies as a, as a film. I would think that I think surely they've had some original series like like, I, like I web type so. series before. I don't. Maybe not. I will say this: like like content, like 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 their users do things sure. like that. Yeah, but I don't think they have partner a, content necessarily. Yeah, I don't, and so, I could be I could be way wrong, but I think this is they got bought by Amazon. I think like two years ago or a year and a half, eighteen months ago, mm-hmm. something like that. And I know the idea was then, well, surely Amazon is going to want to ramp them up as a real YouTube competitor. And I know, as a guy who's been doing some YouTube stuff myself lately, um, I do know that. Because of the recent hubbub on YouTube, the demonetization and stuff, a lot of people have said, well, I'm going to take my ball and go to Twitch because they got all the toys now, too. Um, and they do monetize. Like, you can put ads on and, and you can get access to that revenue. Yeah, and there's no, like, what's the downside for Twitch putting this on their front page and promoting it like they're doing? Oh, none. None whatsoever. They right. get a big boost from from the Gamertag Radio audience and potentially, like, people like us that might not uh, necessarily go to Twitch to watch their show ever, but... We'll go to watch this, dude. I watch more Twitch than anything else. I know nowadays. you've told me that before. It kind of blows my mind. I like even when I watch video game stuff, I don't ever think to go to Twitch. I always go to YouTube, and I end up watching it there. One night, get caught in the get caught in the rabbit hole of, uh, in real life Twitch, and it will. People are unique. So wait a minute. This is people streaming like Justin.tv back in the day? Like they're just streaming their lives? Dude, sometimes I watch this guy, Brick and Nick. The only thing he's doing is putting together Legos. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know they did that. I thought it was basically like all like either video no, they game have, streaming or they actually have head. They actually have a talk show channel. Huh. They have all, they have a, a bunch of different things other than just video games. That's what I'm saying. Like this is a new step for whatever plan they have in the future, like it has to be. Well, I got to tell you, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a a real YouTube competitor. YouTube owns the video space basically entirely right now online. So I I would be glad for, for Twitch to develop a, uh, 
sort of a 50-50 market split with them. That'd be awesome. Um, all right. You can watch this uh, video, this film, on either one of those services, Twitch or YouTube, whichever one you prefer. And um, Josh, uh, I have sort of semi-promised that I'm going to try to get you in here about once every three or four months or so and do another episode. Uh, do you know off the top of your head what you'd like to review the next time we get together? Uh, I am pretty irritated that you did. Like, this is real talk. <laughs> Let them eat cheesecake. You mad about yes. that one? Yes. I know I that you listened to that one. I had two that I wanted to do, and I had good ideas for both of them. One was Movie Crush, which you brought up to me, right? You suggested that, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And the other one was, because I didn't even know Movie Crush was a thing until you mentioned it. And then the other one was Let me let Them Eat Cheesecake. I figured right, of so, the two. So, okay, hold on. So what you're saying is, we talked. Yes. I messaged you. Yes. And I said, hey, man. When we get a chance to record again, yes, these are the two that I want to do. That's true story. And you said, "Ooh, I'm going to do one of those without you." That's not what you said. No, not to you, but I said it to myself. Oh, okay. I just here's the thing for the new. I, you know, I've been struggling with with the new format, like trying to find a way to do the show without you, where it doesn't feel like just a cheap, small version of that. Yeah. So I've pivoted. I'm trying to, like, yes, I talk about a podcast, but what I really want to talk about is something that will affect podcasters or, or content creators. Mm -hmm. And for that one in particular, I had a great idea because they all do other shows. And the only reason they started this show is because they were all sort of not burnt out, but they were like, they weren't getting juice from the show that they had been doing for years. And they were all on fire to do uh, the Golden Girls. So I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, let mm -hmm. me talk about that. Um, you want to you want to tell everybody what you think about let them eat cheesecake real quick? Oh, I love let them eat, eat cheesecake. And no matter what Corey says, he is the Dorothy, and he's just going to have to suck it up and oh, eat that. He is totally the Dorothy of the group. Yeah. I, I don't think I even mentioned you uh, his Dorothy hate in the episode. It doesn't bother me quite like it bothers the fan oh, base. So I'm not going to say I wasn't mildly irritated that you did that, <laughs> but. I think you have opened yourself up for me to do an always listening review on your solo always listenings. Yo, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts. We'll see. Okay. So does that mean we're going to do we're gonna do Movie Crush then the next time we're able to get together? I'll save that one. I'll save that one for you. Look, man, I didn't even want to do this one. I've been way, I've been way in. People want you back. They miss you. Dude, I, need that, I need this, that we, Josh We bump. have planned this. Oh, we four were, different times. No, we were going to do this before it like was even released. Three weeks ago, we yeah. were going to do it in advance of its release, and then I, I finally told Danny, I was like, "That ain't gonna happen. We're gonna put it out the week that it comes out, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll probably beat it. Maybe I don't know." Oh, did you? Uh, I didn't know that you told Danny that we were going to do this, and that no, he, he knows. gave us a timeline. No, he knows, and that I didn't fulfill my end of the timeline. No, it wasn't you. It was on me, bro. I told him. I, I told him we were going to be sometime this week, and then I told him the other day. I was like, "Yeah, it's going to be. We're going to come out on Wednesday after y'all are up." You get your first bounce, then you get that always listening bounce afterwards. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give them that juice. It'll be, it'll be great. I will say this though: like I, I am so excited that you turned me on to Movie Crush. I love Chuck Bryant, as you know, and I love movies. And that dude's got a string of good movies in that podcast. So I've already listened to like six, seven episodes. Oh, I love Chuck too. Yeah, I love Movie Crush. I think they should call it something else. <laughs> I don't think they look, man. The show is. I'm not I'm not saying it's smoking mirrors and selling you lies. 
but it could be smoke and mirrors and selling us lies. I think I think some of the episodes are definitely movie crush. We, this is a little preview of our next episode together uh, where we talk about movie crush. Here's what I'm going to talk about in the next regular episode of Always Listening. I'm going to be covering the Dad Podcast. This is a show that I was introduced to about a year and a half ago by Jay Soderbergh, actually, um, uh, Pod Vader of Blog Talk Radio and now of Vox Nest. And um, I'm excited about it. I'm a dad myself. You are also a papa uh, now, Joshua. Yeah, man. Uh, have you listened to the Dad Podcast? I think yeah. I shared that one with you. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. It's a, a, a. It was in my feed for a while. It's a nice little, uh, nice little comedy break in the parenting style. I've got some other suggestions for you if you are into that vein. I got, I got. There's a lot of. It's good, no funny, mommy's cocktail hour. No, it, there's a lot of funny parenting podcasts. There actually are. So uh, that's coming up next week in your feed. And uh, Josh will be back in before too long to talk about Movie Crush again. If you've got feedback on any of our episodes or anything, you can always find us always listening pod at gmail.com or by going to alwayslistingpod.com and uh, checking out all our reviews. And, uh, you know, feel free to uh, write in feedback, but do it knowing I will never read it or hear about it or care. Oh, no, you'll, he'll hear about it. He is not going to care. That is absolutely true. But uh, he will hear about it, especially if it's about him. All right, folks, until the next time we're back in the studio, uh, we have been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are always listening. Yeah, I know I ain't seen it all. But I've seen enough. Yeah, I know I ain't seen it all. But I've seen enough. Always listening is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find all our reviews by searching Always Listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play Music app. Also, you can find us anytime at alwayslisteningpod.com or email us at alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Enough by Bethany Rabin.
two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.